Okay, so we're back with superstructure something something. Not really <laughs> sure what we're going to call this yet because it's just Natalie and myself, Max. Say hello. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> I'm pretty good. Um, I'm excited to break into some new ground today and um, make some people mad with this episode. And I'm, I know you are. You've been working on this for, what, a couple <laughs> weeks now? Yeah, this is like my... Uh... Two two week to seven fifteen year project personally right. I would say more, more the latter thing um, I have a few of those you know yeah so this is uh, Natty's decade long project and basically I only I, I think she only befriended us and then became uh, a host of this podcast in order to have the chance to have this episode and talk about this thing that is, that is now is still a mystery it's still a mystery what is this thing is that the case that we're gonna we're gonna dialectic uh with john gans that's the that's the project we are yeah it's it's adorno gans hegel descartes mm, don't um, care so much about descartes am i thinking am i not thinking you know so we're talking personality types, tests, histories, all sorts of different things. There are some serious like rabbit holes you can go down with these histories. It's like yeah, rabbit hole is <laughs> honestly not enough. No, you need like a whole like uh, underground web of bunkers. So. Yes. <laughs> so when I met you, I was an amateur astrology person, and I knew some things about Myers-Briggs and very little bit about Enneagram, mm. but that, that was since rectified. <laughs> um, can, can you tell everyone just like a little bit about some of the way in which... So the ways in which you're interested in these sorts of personality relational questions. Wow. So you're just like throwing me right into it. Um... This is a money on the left interview now. Um, that was my money on the left voice. I'm like, oh, shit. I, I wanted to like first hedge for like an hour about like the history of. <laughs> we'll the, get to hedging, the Natalie. <laughs> the history of you know phrenology eugenics <laughs> but they need to know what we're talking Masons. about before we can talk about phrenology oh well we're talking about well what do i think is interesting about the really like well enneagram is like one of those ones that's like you know there's a lot of personality rubrics and it like just happens to like be a really good one like if you know it uh well but a lot of people like know it pretty shittily and have like understandable like hesitance about all different uh rubrics and systems whether like from the shitty way it's they've been taught or like sort of like work and family reproduction of like hegemony right and just all these traditions like within it but at the same time there's like really rich uh like psychoanalytic and religious traditions and um, a lot of things you can play with that kind of give you really good um, rubrics to kind of work on and pull out themes about people that seem to resonate pretty well with like the moves I see people make and the obsessive patterns that people tend to get into and the questions they tend to like fixate on and how that relates to other fixations and it's just like you know one series of series or one kind of one kind of diagramming Di diagram over diagram over diagram. We, 
we like to so yeah just to like put it on the table we at superstructure and superstructure like adjacent conversations like to play around with astrology myers-briggs and enagram in ways that are sort of both tongue-in-cheek but also serious and it's about trying to think with pattern recognition in complicated ways and and thinking relationally in ways that aren't totalizing and so it's important to say that like off the bat entering into this little podcast episode which we're sort of feeling our way into it's a little different than than usual especially with will not being here but also because the topic it it feels both important but also taboo and very queer very taboo very (laughs) trivialized right but i think there's a reason why we queer people on superstructure and you know queer people elsewhere kind of like to play with these and queer these sorts of relational diagrams and it's funny when you start reading from people like adorno or more like other sort of contemporary takes about personality types and tests and these sorts of things as well as you know natty knows way better than me she's been thinking about this for like 10 years um but all of the (laughs) the books and critiques and the histories of of all of these different types of ways of ascribing identities with certain categories and concepts and names and and tendencies and these sorts of dynamics of human existence and relationality and there's there's whole wars within these things and between them and yeah so i guess like one of the purposes of like this episode and why i suggested that now would be a good time for us to (laughs) explore some of this is precisely because i think we had to put off our mutual aid episode so instead we're like going into the waters of like psychedelic self-help to trigger the libs no i'm just kidding (laughs) Just yes, <laughs> but no. No, to trigger. Um, to tr- this is not. This is no, not well, to trigger to trigger the materialists, <laughs> right? Who don't believe in abstract concepts, um, right? And and also, I think you know, abstract we, concepts are all only a history of violence, right? And also, like thinking importantly, like another theme on this podcast is Hegel who comes up over and over again, right? Thinking about identity and self-identity. Sure. And, and the way phenomenologically we encounter others Mm -hmm. in the world, there are important philosophical psychoanalytic and relational questions that are at stake in just conjuring. Hegel is the the original shitty personality hoe. That's a, we, we, that is a superstructure officially stamped take. Hegel is the official, is an official, the, and the original shitty personality ho. Um, Excuse and me, no, no absolute origin. No, that's right. No absolute origin. Um, Hegel tries very hard not to have an absolute origin. And yet, um, but so I think for starters, like, I wanted to go through some of the history that you know full well, and we can maybe stop with in on Adorno on the way, but um, you gave me some of your notes, Natty, very small amount. I know there are books and book lengths of notes that you have. Um, It could be more. But 
But now it's time for you to start your hedging. So go ahead. Oh, am I supposed to start hedging now? Yeah. That just that's like one way to just well one I think one book that's been in a lot of the popular mind lately because I think there also was a maybe like an HBO special but from a uh, Merv I'm not sure the pronunciation on the name but Merv Emra yeah uh, she wrote a book uh, called Personality Brokers on like you know the history of uh, MBTI it's interesting it kind of goes all the different places you expect it to go which is like young had insane like dialectical kind of ideas as far as like gender and like absolute binaries and but there's also like fun like local color you know kind of like a early 20th century white people shit but also like eugenics but then also that gets into like kind of the post-war milieu where you're mixing like oss with like Berkeley scientists, Bay Area people, but also like artists and, you know, it's the same type of thing all these milieus have, you know, um, like Enneagram you have coming out with like a, a guy who left uh, G.I. Jurjeff, like a, well, one of them, one of them from the white Russian milieu. But um, the, uh, I think also the other, the other, and so people talk about, right, like, oh, this is like an industry, they like, you know, it's stained with capital because it was in the mid uh, 1950s where you're like in this white collar office, OSS, Standard Oil, and like the snake oil salesman and like this shitty history, yada, yada. And it's like. So, yeah, I think to restate some of this, right, like essentially what you're drawing on is uh, that there is a complicated, and in this case with Myers Briggs, and I think relatedly. Enneagram, though there are, is obviously differentiation, and then obviously That's we can a bracket astrology. Yeah. <laughs> we can bracket astrology for uh-huh. a bit for now. Yeah. But um, with Myers Briggs, there's this 20th century history of both this sort of categorizing white early 20th century psychoanalytic project. Uh, again, this Jungian, as you mentioned, right? Mm. Absolute binaries and 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 this dialectical gender relational history and and all of these certain different ways in which people are trying to categorize in this 20th century liberal context, the ways in which people interact, right? And, and I think it's pretty obvious to us that 20th century liberalism, you know, the, there might, there are, there are glimmers of hope and there are areas for redemption, but, and this is obviously needs to be cast out as a matter of, you know, it's not really a question as a matter of left praxis and, and these sorts of things. And and I do think, you know, Adorno's work, among others, does, and critical theory in general, does help us critique people who are positing these senses of absolute categories, right? It's right, obviously... this carcerality of, like, this shallow category exactly. that isn't that well-formed and that then overdetermines or whatever. Exactly. But it's important not to take those certain forms at their word because right. it, I think there's a lot of ways in which people... buy into formal determination in this sense that okay well this was created as this way and therefore it's determined as a dialectical matter to maintain that status Mm. as as you said a carceral concept right yeah um and so this very sense of a personality Uh. which people critique um Mm. for different reasons for people who are critiquing things like Myers-Briggs, they want to cast it out, right? Personality is not cultivated or prior to an interaction with the world. 
it's about a concrete relationality of materiality. And and I think there's stuff to affirm in in mm. in that too, right? It's not necessarily about casting that that sort of sense of the encounter right. or the or the lived experience of personality. Right. But it's or also relation to say like when either. you make when you make a critique that says like this type of categorization is carceral partly because it's within like reifying or like producing selves like or subjects for like the workplace who like affirm capitalism and affirm the traditional family it's like well yeah like whatever era you're in like the technologies of selfhood are gonna like relate to the uh what's wrong within the like productive socio-political economic scheme like Mm-hmm. But this, yeah, this like contagion then casting out is like, you could really do that for everything. I mean, not, I mean, there, it's important, like, a tr- there's always like within these knowledge systems, I think like this truth and reconciliation angle, right? Mm-hmm. And then this kind of like playing with what potentials they do or don't have. And um, I think there is like really rich traditions, but of both all different traditions, but also of this sort of like, facile casting out that like believes itself like really um clever (laughs) it's like that's kind of obvious like i don't know (laughs) and there's also like fun plays on that like i like to play with astrology because it's kind of like fun to like play against that grain and like be annoying about it you know what i mean it's absolutely i love it it it, it makes it makes stuffy social sciencey law types uncomfortable and that's why it's great you know at a relational and an artistic perspective like playing with astrology and what you quote unquote are right is fun because it's like trying on different little hats and putting mm. on you know it's like a fashion show and for, putting other for, people that's the... in hats and exactly and, and also and, observing you know. what hats they like to wear and like different exactly. frames for what things you look at and yeah like focuses of attention and yeah it's like what you look at what you pay attention to and that's like the oldest human hobby in like the book is of like course. all these categorizations and also there's this sense of like okay like you're uh, locating that there's this Lockean impulse, right? That we criticize a lot. This mark, this impulse of like the individual self, in the sense that you're ontologically uh, locating the, which is a problem in some of these liberal discourses, even Christian discourses, right? Of in the modern day medical too, of these different um, traditions is like, um, but it actually doesn't have to be that. It can actually be like the other way around where it's about like lots of people and other kinds of people. And, and I think just to draw this out too, right. Um, the, the point I think we wanted to introduce and make, and, and it, I think that I kind of like that we're sort of moving me a little bit with our hands in the dark natty ADHD It's episode. a natty. Yeah. It's a natty <laughs> ADHD episode. And I'm, and you're throwing paint at the wall and I'm, I'm, you know, well, it comes back to the, the Dante, paint. to the Dante, right? When we first were talking like last year a lot, and we were talking about the start of the pandemic and Dante and you just start, um, because there's also corollaries in Dante to Enneagram as well as Homer, right? Not, you know, Dante has the nine levels of hell as opposed to like the, the nine journeys to Ithaca, but, um, there's all different number plays traditions there, but not mm-hmm. in, in a determinate way. But yeah. And you, we both coming from different things we've read, different things we've been interested in. And it's the same in this conversation. It's like kind of showing a behind the scenes of things we're interested in that influence our thinking and conversations we've had. 
Yeah. And so thinking about play and then the way relationality, categorization, naming, <laughs> all Ew, are stop that. generating a participation in a field that has a certain sort of context and logic to it that, of course, can be critiqued, can be overturned and transvalued, like importantly, which is, I think, a part of the practice we at Superstructure are, are, are doing and like you, Will and I, and as well as uh, Malta Populare and then and then Ian, who was on one of our episodes, are doing is is really actually queering these things in ways that is not new, as uh, you know, as I'm sure people know, especially with astrology. It's probably the most obvious with astrology, but um, queering these sort of categorizational structures in ways that are exciting, empowering, playful, and fun. And in a way that speak to an already ongoing process of categorizing and naming and intuiting that people are already doing, which is yeah. these types of people, those types of people, that person, that like this is all these are all sorts of ways of relating to people that we already do. Right. But there's this, oh, this leftist person... materialist impulse, which is like to find oneself really clever by being like, hey, look. A, there's some oppressive history, and B, like, we should, like, do a Franciscan, like, repression of this, like, thing that's, like, so common, that's, like, everywhere, and, like, just, like, not acknowledge it, and just be like, it's bad. <laughs> it's just like, okay, like, basic A. <laughs> right. Which be, is, like, I mean... just putting your hands in your ears and screaming, kind of, like, just like, well... ew, I don't like ego psychology, or I, this, this, this is shallow and um, this is corporate and it's just like okay you're like just not impressing me um i, I mean I, th I think we can we can name this specifically too right so um john gantz who has a Substack um called unpopular front and is a has a twitter presence of you know t tens of thousands of uh twitter followers wrote a response to a piece um by matt, matt iglesias that was called that's not a personality sweetie the flattening of culture and flattening culture so does and he agree he agrees agrees and disagrees with matt iglesias he he agrees and disagrees with matt iglesias um i think i think it's kind of i mean you know for what it's worth i'm not super interested in his critique of matt iglesias because i i don't know it's just not interesting to me um but um but i think you know there's a couple points where that he makes within it which essentially um make the point that according to his worldview right that personality doesn't come before our material world and so a personality test is nothing more that he calls a pseudo explanation that which hope to find some simple essence prior to the actual concrete world and its complexities and make them stand in for actual thought and interpretation. So I'll keep reading. There is no such thing as personality prior to the world. What we call someone's personality is highly dependent on and shaped by context. And it's funny because this is meant to be a critique of personality tests. And we can go into more because he quotes from Hegel. He's the, um, most, and... the most personality obsessed, not personality person you could possibly have. <laughs> um <laughs> right um but the but the point is is it's like yeah we like we completely agree with that that statement right there's no person there's no essence there's like no platonic essence 
that lies behind the world. Which is an issue in Enneagram traditions, yeah, like over... Exactly. I want to take on the platonism within the Enneagram. Well, right, I mean, well, the, 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 in the... In the in the Enneagram tradition, right, the, mm. the Plotinus is Neoplatonism, and the in the right. Aeneids and and right. other places, there is an avowed sense of the One that exists sure. prior to the multiple, right? That the essences are all speaking to the One, right? right. And and that's something that the zero we and reject. the One, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's something that we but reject. But we also as a like want to reclaim this like uh, multiplicity that's like possible within their own forms this richness right this... and it's not one essence right there's not right. one essence there's right. uh you know a a, a a debatable infinite contingent right. essence all project of this ongoing of destabilization we can exactly make. right and yeah. all this ongoing problem of dependent and, and right. you know someone could make something that's like no there's not nine there's actually 12 and then right. and and we could debate that and that's interesting you what's know? cool and, is the the odyssey has like i forget but the odyssey has like 108 because if you do the nine of enneagram and then you like multiply by like some of the different um like subdivisions within it you do end right. up at like 108 and that is like a number that's within like uh the odyssey right and and anyway. to <laughs> and, to be, and, like, and not to, to reify those like we're not like numerologists who believe that like Precisely. numbers are controlling the universe like a calculator like we 100 don't believe that do you know what i mean exact, exactly <laughs> and that's the, that's the point so we agree right. with gantz here about yeah. that point right yeah and with all the hedges that you mentioned right about yeah. you know the history of phrenology and and especially with totally. briggs and all of that and we can of course hedge on neoplatonism with the aeneids and, Ramon, um, Ramon you know, Lull, or how Ramon Yule, like there is some Franciscanism coming through, like uh, Enneagram as well. Yeah, and some very cool seventies uh, countercultural uh, origins in Chile in the desert uh, with Ichaso, and also like in the fifties things coming through um, from like weird like White Russian into UK traditions, but then through Buenos Aires in the fifties and sixties, then eventually like to New York. But anyway, there's interesting. I'm sorry, that... That sounds uh-huh. like some PMC shit. Like, <laughs> it's, not, it's not materialist uh, Marxist Go on. During During Allende, when you have, like, in the Atacama Desert, these, like, hippies who are, like, they're, they're inter- there's a good, not as much specifically on this, but there's a good um, book about, like, psych- called Psychedelic Chile about um, dif- some of the different, like, countercultural lefts. Um, like, these very Marcusean, anti-Althusserian uh, lefts that there some of them aren't there's like a guy who came over from like Mendoza in Argentina I forget his name but there was like the semi cult of like individual human liberation and there's still people connected to that today in politics with like the humanist party and some of them are kind of like crackpots unsurprisingly but um <laughs> but there's interesting um traditions Claudio Naranjo Claudio Naranjo he ended up in like Berkeley but yeah another Chilean dude I want to bring it back to um, this question too of this like is the that is bringing up. Back to this Natalie Riff thing. It's like yeah. a little different than the Scott Max bidirectionality. It's like a different dialect. Yeah, no, I, exactly. It's, uh, <laughs> it's 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 a dialectic instead of a instead of something else. Instead so. of a, a trialectic, to that's another inchaso. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, if you're another way of talking about the dynamic is if (laughs) if you're if you're watching Loki right now, um, (laughs) Natty the from the MCU series that's that Mm. just came after for Marvel, Natty is a variant, 
who's deviating from the proper line and i am the tva who has to go find her and reset the line and that's the dynamic no i'm i'm uh i'm mostly kidding you're a fascist administrator but for the good that's right i've always said that that's called mmt Um, (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) um And so I guess like in the very narrow sense, like we agree with this sort of initial critique, which is that, yes, personality is not an absolute essence, right? That is reified into a a monadic structure, right? Like a, I've, for some reason I have Leibniz in my head, like a Leibnizian monad. Um, And, and right to, and so, and so, but people do think that it is like that, right? Like that's what Gantz suggests. And there are people who have been proponents. The fear of a univocally dominating name, right? Exactly, right. That is a name that doesn't represent them. And so there's mimetic fears and yada yada. And we can talk about the multiplicity and openness and of naming and nominalism Mm. if we want to. But the point is that um, we reject that underlying ontological structure. And so it's not a one monad that then categorizes and pins down your differentiating multiplicity of existence. It's rather that this is just a schema that we can participate in. And to keep, we can recur with that, but also I think I want you to talk about a misunderstanding that people have with regards to these tests and what is oh. what is like the best way to, to interact with these sorts of things, whether it's Enneagram, Myers-Briggs, or even astrology. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, like, uh, the kind of thing where, like, a lot of people just, like, over-reify the test, kind of like, oh, yeah, this is what's bullshit about the test, is you just take it, and every time I get something different, right? Or they just, like, take it and go read some profile with the first result. But a lot of these tests, like, you are supposed to just, like, be able to narrow down your results, and, like, you should be, like, reading around. This is, like, sort of a thing of people learning how to teach themselves stuff, like, which is hard because there are like structures of domination as far as you know bad information and kind of being in these individuated like not everyone having a good place to like process and learn some of these concepts in a way but um yeah you should be reading around and like seeing uh what people have to say and bouncing things off people and um sort of looking at examples, checking clips, like seeing what themes recur. And, you know, there's, and this um, is... you have to like do a deeper dive and like think about yourself. It's not just like the test is the end and it's determined you. It's just like one approach to like locating, right? But there's a whole panoply of like locations that you can kind of like get to know and like have self-reflection about like where you are within this play, I don't know. And wh- where you participate in this non-univocal locational system, right? Yeah. Um, and and what what's interesting about it too is I think the way that in a lot of ways, this is how we do identity formation in general, right? Like I'm just imagining like Ew. people reading theory and like, okay, have you read, I'm a- reading... have you read Adolf Reed? <laughs> have Okay, what about the Brenner debates, honestly, though? Um, oh. <laughs> um, but, but you know, people read around and it's like, am I an anarchist? Am I 
a Marxist humanist? Am I an Althusserian? Am I? And like you read something and you see if you agree with it and you think about it yourself and maybe you write a little bit about it and try it out and you do this and then, okay, no, this goes here and maybe I'm this and maybe I'm that. And then you read Adorno and oh, wow, this is interesting critical theory or you read Max, Hart and is Negri. That, is that mutual aid? Um, no, no, this is, uh, this is called identity formation. That's the other okay. podcast that we, oh. we didn't record. Yeah. Um, okay. yeah, yeah, but, but, and it's not everyone is the same. Like some people maybe read something and like, they know like, wow, this is what I, this is, this is who I am and this is what I want to do and like, and, and who I want to be. And that's not, it's not even about, it, we could go beyond theory. We could just talk about identity formation in general, right? It's it, but there is power in naming and locating something, right? And saying I am X and I am Y, and and I am not reducible to some preconditioned conception of X and Y. There yeah. is multiplicity. There is space within any name, any adoption of and, any and identity. Good and good systems. I think you put it a good way that you said it's like built to fail. Some of these systems. Yeah. But it's, it's like there's That's a the breathing... generation. Yeah, that the system like that has complexity built in is like part of the geometric form that like you can always play with like things because even just like perceiving your daily life, right? Like you're always having focuses of attention, like what resonances and obsessions like drive you to understand and like where you're trying to change your behavior and refract back and like uh, I lost my train of thought, but like you're always playing within systems of attention, right? And so anything that can kind of anchor you, of course can't be an absolute anchor because that's yeah. not how things exist <laughs> well i think this is a really good time to pivot then to hegel right like mm-hmm. something being built to fail is it like this can be a problem right in the sense that a system there's a contradiction within it right this is how hegel would put it right there's the particular and then there's a universal or an absolute that is you know being dominated into the particular and then there's this dialectical movement right and there's this contradictory relation and there's this paradox that then maybe gets sublated into another form of positing something and and we you know i I think people are relatively forget familiar with this hegelian schema but the point is is that that mastery and self-identity is built to fail and it's also temporally in the Hegelian system built to fail. But what I mean when I say it's built to fail is that there is never a system or a naming or a process that itself can fully encapsulate univocally any form of existence, right? But because of that- Have you not read Marx? (laughs) um, But because of that- Marxists who died for you, unlike Keynesians? Yeah, that's we can we can <laughs> leave that comment. Sorry. That's a real that's a real like side sojourn into people who are saying that Marxism is more valid than Keynesianism because Marxists have died for us. Um, but anyways, but the point is though is that the the to achieve that to try to achieve a sort of master of self identity, right, a full knowledge of oneself, um, is is a fool's errand. Not as a problem, but but not in the way that Hegel would suggest, which is it there's this escape to absolute difference, right? There's yeah. this fleeing to absolute monadic particularity which that we then we could say within our modernity or whatever time period we're in is like in the 
system built in, right? Like this type of like yes. that it is true that personality systems are often used in this individuated ontological scarcity way in a system of, that yes. reifies scarcity, right? Because yes. of the same design, Yes, right? because of that self-loop of yeah. the design of needing yeah. to posit universal, absolute, categorical mastery, which then can't absolutely dominate as a sovereign so then the particular slips out and we start again right, right. and so but, but what we're saying but what we're saying is no 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 we're reading a naming so like whatever it is we could say you know it's maybe fun to to say our names right so in this sense so i am a sagittarius i am <laughs> an enfj and i am a three-wing four right uh. those three things though it, we can use a really great example I'm a, here, though. Excuse me. I'm an Aries uh, sun with a Virgo moon, Virgo rising, Aries Venus, Pisces, and Mercury. I forget the rest. Four wing five INFP. Thank you. For any of you who already good, had yeah. all of that figured out, you're the same type of person as me. Yeah. And um, <laughs> to the listeners who are writing that yeah, down. Only one single category. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can, uh, if, if you need, if you if you don't even want to, like, go back for your notes to make sure you have that written down, just ask us. We're happy to tell you. Um, <laughs> but, um... Depending. <laughs> but well, the point the is... that's difference between me and you, and no, I'm just Yeah, kidding. I know. <laughs> absolute, um, absolute difference. But... <laughs> but the point is, is, like, when you, when you avert... The premises of the thing and the encounter and self-identity and 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 the problem of the inability to find identical right this sort of this sort of identical relation. A rose um, is still a rose. <laughs> we can we can say say all those things like I said all of those things and they absolutely don't fully encapsulate whatever I am right which is again you know I I don't. There, there's not a. I don't have a need for some sort of absolute self mastery and to name and categorize to, in a totalizing way. And I don't. I think I'd willing to posit that, if, at least in my view, it's probably not a healthy thing to absolutely categorize as some oneself in that sense. But that's far from the point. It's the idea is. But sometimes all these... with more categories, sometimes you can actually create abundance and not just like violence and limits. That if exactly. I have like all these games about people I love and care about. That it's not necessarily just like having to be this like mean, like carceral categorization where I'm not like permitting you any room and I'm spying on you. Like it doesn't have to be like that. Like you can create a different kind of practice. <laughs> exactly. And, and I mean, to, like to, to that point, right? Gantz says that like we insist on jamming the world into awkward and crude abstractions that appear to give something he never he's something he never does <laughs> <laughs> but the point right the point is though think about the what's the what's the aesthetics of that phrase right the aesthetics is it's it's, it's jamming it's violent it's force right it's oh, this yeah. alien schematic oh, yeah. of of mediation as violence and yeah and 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 the point is is when i like just to say all those names that we did that are names for us we can play in those registers and even break them down some, scale some them people up. call me nad and natty and but, natha and natasha you know? right but what we're doing exactly but <laughs> but it's not those names that are that are trying to create meaning for us in some 
dialectical no, it's relationship. A participation in right. Yeah, it's a with form and content. Yeah. Right. So it's not form dominating content in the no. way the Hegelian schema of zero sum scarcity so would be. So boring. But it's us having fun, creating meaning with a participation and a play and a creativity alongside all of these various complicated schemas. And it's also how language works in general, yeah. where we yeah. assign thing names and we create yeah. and cultivate and play. And the slippage itself is a part yeah. of the generating analogies that are drawn. And so this and is essentially fun. where we want to come to it. And right? it's fun as far as like the technologies are fun as far as the, like thinking in like the ways it can be a way that you can like get a quick entryway into different thinkers or whatever, right? Like I can like mm -hmm. look at Derrida and without reading like however much nonsense he went on and on writing, but probably with like immense brilliance, like you can look at like where the patterns are going and like what are kind of the graces they're getting out of that and like oh i see like i can relate to like where this goes wrong and like what impulses this is like pulling at and it's not to like locate some great man theory of history like this person had this type and created history in this way it's just to play with like okay well whichever voices have come through and whatever scraps we're playing with like kind of seeing it's ways of like categorizing and creating thumbnails for tendencies and patterns so you can kind of like play with better ones not to like reify well, the better right but like <laughs> yeah but you can you can learn you can learn yeah. something and, and and be able to understand i mean i think that's the yeah. key right like we all have buzzwords like right. post-structuralism structuralism yeah. altuzari like we say yeah. all these things right yeah. we say all these names and they inflect a series of of tensions and and tendencies and conjurings that that we then can play around and it's like we're pitting an Althusserian against a you know an E.P. Thompson person and it's like this is a fun game of like the history right. of Marxism and the history of the relationship and and we can do all of these sorts of things um and and by the way I have read all of Derrida no Jesus. Uh, <laughs> how, how, how much is there like how does his output compared to like Hegel and John Hans? Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to answer that last one um <laughs> but I, I, there, I'm an appreciator of John Gans's work. Yeah, I, I, I eagerly await I early his, 90s history. I, I get his await. emails in my inbox and read them constantly, right? I yeah. think we pay attention to people who we think merit attention in, in, yeah. in, in different ways. Sometimes we like them less than John Gans, though. Um, but, but um, and so, like, you know, I think, I think having drawn out that sort of playful, creative, pleasurable, relational, like schema for thinking around things it's also important to take it to these broader levels right as we mentioned right like this is a you know hegel is a personality type person you know like that's totally. that's one of his things it it's a way for him of seeing the world and and thinking about you know i mean the master slave dialectic i mean come on <laughs> right like you know i mean we could go go on and on and he on had but some in he had some interests <laughs> don't we all um, you know he was doing research <laughs> um, who doesn't love a, a good researcher sometimes yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, um, where's the where's the dasha voice we need a dasha voice sometimes it's good to do research <laughs> I do a lot of research on Epstein. So. 
Seven wing, classic seven wing six pathology. The Epstein slave <laughs> dialectic. Um, yeah. it's that's where you can locate capitalism today. Uh, um, and so, but but we could also draw this out further, right? Like I mentioned, Leibniz, <clears throat> and of course, like Deleuze, indifference and repetition articulates a. A, a sort of Leibnizian monads of difference that overlap, right? But there's still this sense of univocal difference baked into that. We can also then, you know, come back to someone like Adorno, who is basically like ad- astrology is the culture industry devil because it turns us into commodities. It lies and to, wim- to women. It, unlike, it unlike. lies to women. Exactly. <laughs> unlike, <laughs> unlike Adorno. <laughs> Unlike Adorno, who would never, ever. Yeah. Um, He's a real supporter of, of women. Yeah. yeah. Actually, um, I have no idea. I have no idea. It's, it's, sometimes it's fun to just slander someone yeah, for no reason. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, yes, sorry. That but, copy um, just comes from a uh, regular cult. No, well, what it is is Adorno. I think actually what it is is it, it, like astrology lies to, to women and also lies to Adorno. Um, who 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 uh, doesn't like to be lied to? Yeah, Adorno's a Virgo, so it makes perfect sense. It's got you. you it's you... always funny. Yeah, I mean, I know that it's like a little too hacked to say, but it is funny that like you do find that like a lot of the like most obsessed like anti personality people have like the clearest personalities yeah. in whatever I rubric mean, you want to use. It's like yeah, well, you're I... exactly something. <laughs> We too have Virgo moons, so we definitely right. understand you, Theodore. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, but and so like we can come back to that, and like as you tweeted earlier, it's really hilarious that oh um, that someone like Adorno who hates astrology wrote a book called The Authoritarian Personality. You um, contributed the F skill. Yeah. F- uh, are you a daddy or not a daddy? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think the listeners know, Natalie. Um, <laughs> uh, I, that was not a dialectical question, but you can answer no, however yeah. you feel the need. So. Um, but it's, analo- it's analogical. <laughs> uh, see my Father's Day tweet. Um, but uh, <laughs> is today Father's? No, it's not Father's Day. It's Sorry. always Father's Day. <laughs> okay, All right. Sure. It's a Wednesday. Um, but. <laughs> Max literally today was like, "Oh, I'm like excited to record tonight." I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's right. You and Scott are recording. It's amazing." Nope, no, no, no. we're recording, Natalie. Um, Right now we're recording. Um, And so, and and but but it's another. It's like a classic similar to Hegel, right? He's saying astrology is terrible because of these and these reasons, and it's fine. Like we can talk about perhaps the qualitative components is like maybe astrology is bad for these reasons because it's where yeah. you're, when you're born and all of these things and like yeah. that can be critiqued even though it's fun but then to come but it is like still like a really old tradition like i think i i can understand like astrology skepticism 100 percent. and but you know like some of the people who like when i like go deep with like enneagram with some friend or whatever and they're like well like this like really resonates with like a lot of like you need to i was like oh you're gonna like give me another decade or three long tasks she's like you gotta like merge enneagram knowledge and all of astrology with my i was like holy shit like that's (laughs) a large project (laughs) and we've been doing this large project yeah categorical resonances because all these systems are playing with like different strands of attention that aren't absolute but like and not only as in like what you 
quote unquote right. find in the human and but also like what what things what concepts have like our cultural traditions exactly and and I, like you said something they're not absolute and i think i want to put it in other terms too because it'll resonate with some of the work at money on the left that we've done they're not sovereign right, right. and that's the key right and so creation relation meaning making naming which i think to lay our cards on the table is a part of the process of what money does as a matter of accounting Ew. and counting Ugh. is not a is not a it's not a sovereign form because nothing is sovereign right because sovereignty is, That's is a myth not true the sumerian writing when you have the clay tablets and you had uh, this sort of accounting language early mm -hmm. mix that was all of that was just actually marked out with dicks Dicks oh yeah yeah of, right sorry sorry yeah, yeah. dicks of your rulers tiny dicks <laughs> tiny little miniature dicks um so now, little... now we can't name anything yeah the, uh, the the currency was called the sovereignties um um when we, now we can't name anything and yet here we are um um and and so like it, it it's funny though like coming full circle to that too like the fact that adorno would say like and say well no this is an authoritarian personality right and and of and, course and, <laughs> the and irony course, is just so thick it's so it's so palpable and it's the same thing with Gantz and like you know again like I appreciate his work and read it but you know I've also seen him say on Twitter that he uses dialectics so that he can help himself predict the, the activities of Kanye and what Kanye is going to do next. And this is the same sort of pattern recognition. Which as a three, which is like, you know, you have an interest in studying three wing twos as a three wing four, like I'm to cut to Kanye and, and God bless him. But the point is that you have no fucking idea what Kanye is going to do. Just like Hegel. <laughs> that's, that's the fun. point. That's, that's what's the, the that's fun, fun of it. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. Right. <laughs> like you also, it's fine Nobody to knows. fail and be surprised and play. Yeah. And, right. And then I think this speaks to, a broader but not though. in an absolute nihilism either exactly like, there are there are traditions of knowledge that are not like you know what i mean yes and and i think this speaks also to a larger point which i think some people when are you're confronted with this sort of creative and artsy and queer play it 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 rings differently to them because they feel it in the way that of absolute categorical negation well and look right? i get it like listen like i had a i worked at a summer camp once where like i could tell on the interview that he was asking me my myers-briggs and it was but it was so funny because i was like all right this ass and he was an asshole boss but it was so funny like once we're going around with our myers-briggs and i just i was like yeah you're an encj and i just like made him so uncomfortable that i like knew his yeah. own like shit better than him i'm like yeah that's like really obvious you're a psycho like you're, yeah. <laughs> you 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 made me like <laughs> you made me like do the shit for like people 30 seconds late like yeah you're so yeah. bad you thought you're unknowable that you're the only one with the system like <laughs> like yeah i know that it's used by bosses right. and right, by right. the cia and like yeah like people who are evil use this shit and and also i think one thing that i i want to say too is like there's there's space to play like it's okay yeah. like we can have fun and play and like talk yeah. about people and relate to people in different ways and like but i think there's a general like claustrophobia yeah and and you can feel it in Gantz's writing like slamming yeah. jamming you into like there's a claustrophobia yeah. that is associated with form and naming that is symptomatic of a broader structural problem as 
re- with regards to how we think about relationality well, as such. Going back to Rob Hawk, the trust, because we do live yes. in a place where relationality is scarce, whether that's in the workplace or whether that's yeah. like at home and with these gendered relations and yada yada and the family that, yeah, like your relationality is coded as scarce and there isn't trust because of that. And that does relate to monetary production. And so that infiltrates into everything that, yeah, like these namings are like, are um, fraught right they're fraught because you could be eliminated right right i mean that's and that's the point and it's important to honor that but also reject the premises of all of it which is to say like there's a there's there's protection in numbers right as well on with this too and it's like the more you add the natasha leonard book which there's things i would want to affirm and not affirm but i've heard her talk about anti-fascism in terms of being numerous right and i like to play with that within enneagram like the sense of like numbers it's funny i have a friend who i've like explained in depth her enneagram like over many times and then she's always like she'll be like i was just having a massage the other day and they were telling me about numerology and it made me think of you i'm like whatever close enough like (laughs) (laughs) you know you know it's nine it doesn't matter because there are these (laughs) there's these traditions of numbers right and they're (laughs) rubrics and it's just like uh it's it's fun to play there can be anti-fascist uses of these like Precisely the, in the in the mm. numerical, the creativity, the cre- and yeah. and the the generative like naming and and the the multiplying of this this sort of names and possibilities of relational interaction, and it's it's about overturning these things. And you know, I, we can come back to the money is queer question again here because it's the exact same dynamic, of course, yeah. where people are like, no, this is impossible because it's used for a bad thing in this instance. It's, it's formally a, it's determined drone, as it's such. It's a drone dictator dick. But what we're talking about is <laughs> oh, only the, only right. But what we're talking about is. <laughs> is i mean is a formal indeterminacy and not just a yeah. absolute indeterminacy where it can't cohere into anything at any time but in the ways in which we can use these creative analogs and par- partialities in to compositely cultivate and generate a surplus of of some some essence of some way of existing and 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 well, and, and, and pleasure and, that, and a and real and that's the thing more richness like i look at somebody like john gans who's like you know, writing piece after piece. Like today I talk about Hegel and Kierkegaard and the details of subjectivity. It's like, you're just going deep on four wing fives like yourself, like that (laughs) you are like, like you're all about this. Like what's the subjectivity of myself, of my identity as my, as a person in the moment right now, let's read a lot of books. Like I I feel like I'm being mean, but, but it's just like, you're just talking about yourself too. (laughs) Well, right. Yeah. It's just so symptomatic that it's like, are you aware of this or not? Like, it's almost like that sense of high irony where I'm like, is this on purpose or is this like, (laughs) right. And, 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 you know, like, I think it's, and again, I I I think maybe that's, maybe that's unfair, right? Like maybe that's unfair. Like pinning someone with an identity that they didn't consent to yada yada and like naming people in that way. I get that. Yeah. I I mean, it, we can we can delete that part. I, I think it's staying in. Um, but I I, uh, Max. I I think one of the I, there's I think one more thing I just wanted to talk about because I think we've done yeah. like a really good intro Cra- to this. But crazy um, episode, great fun episode, uh-huh. and yeah. um, and it is that like John Gantz mentions specifically yeah. a Cartesian plane. Right. Right. And in his critique of personality tests, you know, Gantz says people love to take these sorts of tests, love to assign themselves a coordinate on a Cartesian plane 
or a, a fine or a find oh, this is a substack typo or to find a handy four letter abbreviation for their soul's contents <laughs> they are my fun. soul is very full <laughs> yeah <laughs> they are fun and Sorry. harmless to a certain degree if not much stock is put into them but i really have to wonder what's going on here Right. And so there's the, then there's this question, right, of racist HR training, all of these <laughs> histories, right? Um, Just the CIA. Anyway. That's that's all that's happening. <laughs> CIA right. but, and and capital. But and the point is, is like you can you can dispute the Cartesian premise, right? In the sense right. that it's not a it's not a point on a plane that has right. a proximate univocal no. linear mathematical relationship. Again, mathematical in the sense of spatialized and zero sum by definition right right um the in the sense of you add something it's spatially moved right it's it's this it's this movement away and you can't be in two places at the same time unless you move into like really high level theoretical mathematics and so the point the point being though is it's exactly not high level mathematics i just read it my boyfriend reads it to me i bet you do (laughs) and i'm just like oh my god keep reading (laughs) read me the formulas (laughs) Um, but but being isn't a monad it's not a point right we're not located in one spot it's multiplis and it's also um it's not univocal and it's at the same time in different relational positions and instances yeah and, and there's a and, and to talk about hun- a soul's hun- content. Hundreds of positions. Hundreds. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 108, you might say. Uh, <laughs> That's from the Odyssey. <laughs> That's what we call it, anyway. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. It's just, it's just a thumbnail. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... But the, the point is, is you can dispute these metaphysics at their premise, right? And so then, and then it, in doing so, right, thinking about analogies of relation and analogies of identity and never a self-identity, never any located, spatialized spot for us, and also never any absolute incoherence either, because it's not like... Well, okay, we can't locate a single spot, and therefore it all is incommensurable and can't no. be named, right? It's no. precisely the ambiguity yeah. of of the unnameable and yeah. the nameable, yes. con- but able not to in be an rendered, absolute dyad. Not an absolute dyad. Not contradiction, that, yeah. right? Not being in nothingness, right? But a relational dynamic of us creating the meaning right. through right. a formal system. That we yeah. are appropriating. Well, and that's and when we come back to Dante again, which I think what got me when I was like after your processions where you read the Dante, and I remember we were talking Dante last year about this like there's no absolute origin, the starting in the middle, and that that yeah. there's this, and that's just the same way like these rich Italian right like these church traditions coming out of Greek traditions, and that's just one portion of tradition within giant. There's no apps, and there are a lot of people who are interested in these kind of things who really love to like reify absolute traditions, right? Like people within the church, people within fucking fascism like people right like all of that's in dante too but there's such richness in these levels of hell right and these there's just yeah. so much to in these levels with. and these categories and and you know i mean yeah it's connected to homer too as well in, in a similar and yeah. complicated way as well and and yeah and 
and the and in the limits, right? I mean, that's what poet. And the, I mean, it can be political. Like, there's the sense of like, oh, self help is nearly individual. You're condemned to absolute neoliberalism in your like cell of individual. Like, there's mm-hmm. no possible reuptake or like systematic or anything. You know, we've gotten hammered for that, right? Like, the sense of therapy. Like, oh, you like that's bullshit. Like, the same people who I feel like are going to be like mutual aid has to be like totally outside the state of money are also the same kind of people who are going to be like. Oh, like self-help is bullshit. You're condemned. You're condemned to like moneyness and absolute corporate isolation, right? While like right. speaking within these traditions, and it's like the and dynamics are not named for the way I'm seeing what's actually happening. And and just to come back, like I think to In drive this point, cases. right? To drive this point home further, right? Poetry as a formal as a formal process is about. Yeah putting constraining yourself at times into a system right yeah. and that's where generation can happen yeah. that's where poesis can happen yeah. and so and so th- th- that's we like see on sexuality i just feel right it's like you you can't just be sexual out in the abyss that doesn't make right. any sense right like you can't be a gender in the abyss like all those multiplicities exist within formal systems none of which are nihilistic nor absolutely positivistically real it's that apophatic like positivistic neither nor but like three to seven to whatever number play you want to play right and like how those can fold in and around and in all different shapes you know hot (laughs) (laughs) sorry that's my i this is like i like this kind of up because it's like for some of our more like uh like a certain type of listener right people have different interests and some people like this kind of like what would be like you know in binary term alternative you know but right. you know it's not talking, really like this is like what shop. so many people are into so many people yeah. are into this kind of stuff like this is like you know people get on their high horse about like class and shit and sure there's like a lot of white collar histories but like this is shit that like crosses a lot of different types of categorizations of like what people are interested in who are not necessarily in any way dominant classes you know but both uh, right like there's everybody but both exactly <laughs> right like we're yeah. always saying both here non-zero yeah. sum yeah. yeah at least that's what i trying to pick them as you're talking causing both minds to blur Taking shape, they fail you, each one missing its mark. Unperturbed, they've derailed me, our mouths and minds are too far apart. Shallow words are the words we use, and shallow words mean nothing new. And shallow work is the work we do, and shallow work reads nothing. 
Yeah. 